For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Lead Singer Syndrome. I am your host, Shane Tolt. Just like every week, as I dive into the backstage conversations that I have with other lead singers, there haven't been very many actual backstage conversations, no literal backstages for about a year now, but we've got a great show, Luke. Gaffwood of Calling All Captains has joined me. Calling All Captains, a newer band. They've been kicking around in Edmonton, Alberta for a little while as a local band, but now they're signed to Equal Vision Records. They put out an EP last year, well, 2019, which feels like last year. Anyway, called Nothing Grows Here. It's awesome. And they're announcing a full length, I believe, on the program. Luke announces the title. This is really, really sweet. We did this one over Twitch. Luke is such a visual person that I don't think anything will be lost in translation just on the audio side, but for sure, (laughs) get on Twitch, okay? We're having a great time over there. Twitch.tv slash Shane Told. I'm doing not all the podcasts on there for sure. A lot of them are just audio only still. But bringing them to life with the visual aspect of it has been really, really cool. So head over there. It's completely free. I'm doing them Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the foreseeable future, including this coming Tuesday, John from Switchfoot is joining the program. What a great band. That's super cool. I think the week after is John from The Main. After that is Andy Sizik. So yes, you don't want to miss these ones live coming at you. And I usually hang around a little while after, kind of hang out with the people, answer some questions, you know. It's a great way to interact with me and the guests. So don't sleep on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Shane Told. 
In other news with me, I am recording this from outer space. That's right. If you didn't catch the Silverstein Out of This World virtual concert series last Saturday, then you wouldn't know that. But don't worry about me. I'm fine. I'm fine up here. Everything is good. Not sure what this Saturday's show will entail, but make sure you tune in. We are going to perform Discovering the Waterfront from start to finish Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can get tickets for that, for the show you missed, for the show coming up next week where we're playing acoustic at silversteinstore.com. It's been a lot of fun and we're making a whole thing of it. So don't miss it. VIP packages are available and it truly is a great way to help out artists right now. If they're doing any sort of stream at all, definitely check it out because right now a lot of us, that's all we got in this world. So head over there to silversteinstore.com. And before we jump in, a reminder that you can always get in touch with me. I check my email every day, syndrome at gmail.com. If you got suggestions for the show, if you want to tell me I'm doing a great job, a piss poor job, whatever it is, I will read it. And I usually write back as well if I have time. Some weeks are busier than others, obviously, but I do enjoy reading them. And thank you for all the messages. If you want to support the show, check out the All Access Club as well. For as little as $6 a month, that gets you a whole whack of stuff. The link for that, leadsingersyndrome.com slash access. And I think I mentioned Twitch, but I'm going to mention it again. Twitch.tv slash Told. We're doing lots of stuff over there. All right. Well, let's jump in to my conversation with Luke Gaffwood of Calling All Captains. Yo, man. Ah, Luke, what's up, man? Dude, I'm doing well. Thanks for Live on Twitch. It's good. Oh, it man. feels good. It's a beautiful, snowy Tuesday where I live. It's snowy here, too. Well, you're from Edmonton, and <laughs> it's like the coldest place on earth. Pretty much. Like, Definitely. straight up. It's, it's Yeah, it's fucking cold. <laughs> I, I remember... Yeah, we, we, for some reason, whenever we would tour Canada, it was always this time of year, like literally January, February, we'd always come through. And when we'd play Edmonton, it, it was, it was actually fucked. Like I'm talking negative 50. Yeah. Like actually, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Literally minus 50. And like you would spit and it would bounce. Oh man. <laughs> My goodness. Like like I honestly don't know how I survived. You know, we played I remember one time we were at the Starlight Room, you know, right there downtown Edmonton. And when you walk down the street at the end of the street there's a mall. Yeah. Uh Edmonton loves malls, obviously. And we have like seven. <laughs> yeah. And the biggest one in the world. And um yeah, it's it's like crazy cuz I don't know, what's that walk? Maybe 5 6 minutes. And I was walking with um, our guitar player, Josh, who he's always been a bearded man, always liked yeah. the beard. And when we uh, <laughs> when we got to the mall, 
I hadn't really looked at him because, you know, you're just walking. We're talking. We're trying to walk fast. I looked at him and he looked like one of those mountain climbers that had like succumbed. <laughs> like trying oh, to climb no. it, trying to climb K2 or something like <laughs> just looks like uh, Jack Frost. Beard. Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. Oh, man. So how's everybody in the chat doing? We got um, we got lots of people up in here. Lots of calling all captains fans, I think. Even some band members. Great to see y'all. Uh, first things first, does it sound okay? Do we look okay? Yeah, I, know Luke, looks, I know Luke looks great, but... Uh, hey, you look great, too. That wall, I, I just got to say, that guitar wall, looking amazing. Uh, yeah, I got a couple guitars, and I got more. I, that's not even all of them. Nice. I've been, I've been trying to rotate them out, in and out a little bit, for, for different looks. Oh, what you got there? I just have my one. I bought myself a guitar because I haven't had one since I was like 13. Sick. Is that a Telecaster? Yeah. It is. It's a Telecaster player series, but I swapped it out. I put Black Winters Ooh. inside it, and the Telecaster with the humbuckers was my favorite thing. Yeah. I, I, it's a rare thing for me. So. Yeah, no, I have one too, actually, right here. Well, while we're showing off Telecaster, um, I got this. This one right here, uh, which, which is uh, also a Telecaster with humbuckers. This is a 72 uh, Thin Line reissue. It's not an original 72. It's for, it's like, I probably, I got this around 2003. So I, I don't know. It's it's, it's a, almost 20 years old maybe, but it's not like an original. But yeah, I love this guitar, man. And yeah, a lot of people would think, oh, it's Telecaster. Like it doesn't, this sounds so beefy, man. Yeah, man. They, this, they have, they have the, 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 the girth. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what pickups are in this thing, but they're sick. And this this guitar was uh, used exclusively on that um, Silverstein Shipwreck in the Sand record. Like, I think oh. a whole bunch. And pretty heavy record. So, yeah, I love this guitar. Yeah, man. There's great songs on that record for sure. It was all recorded on that guitar? No, well, not, no, not all of them. But all, all, all the, pretty much all the songs that I played guitar on, I played those. That guitar. I can't remember what we used but i remember i kept coming back to that guitar um on that record because it just it had a certain a certain character that uh that i like but anyway dude let's um let's jump in i am here with luke gaffwood or gautier i don't know which one it is i'm confused you know what? it's uh it's my last name is goche it's yes like but i just go by gaffwood okay sometimes you know I, I like it i i, yeah. I don't i don't mind it you can do whatever you want it's great, yeah, man. It's crazy. And, and, you know, talking about from the band Calling All Captains, Edmonton's finest, you know, I feel like a band that I've known about as sort of like a local band, yeah. I guess. You know, I know you weren't a part of the early days of the band. You're kind of like the new guy. And, and but, but here we are now with, you know, you guys are signed to Equal Vision and you put out some great material and more coming. Yeah, man. It's kind of an exciting time. But it must be a little bit bittersweet with where we are right now in the state of the world. Well, you know, I think one of the biggest things about the band, too, it's like, was I, I'm not an original member, but I used to play drums before I sang. Oh, okay. Cool. So, so I, it's like, throughout all of CAC, it was just kind of like me playing the drums, like writing the tunes, being low-key. But uh, it was like 2017... Our old singer had left, and then I was basically thrust forward to be the singer. Mm -hmm. And so, 
I couldn't believe that literally after we recorded these like five songs, how much the band had grown and amassed to with just an EP. Like we don't, I think one of the biggest things is that why we kind of, like you said earlier, it's just like, you know, like mostly known as like a local band is we don't have an album. Right. You know, we don't have uh, that full length that's going to be coming, you know, like it's, um, but with, uh, it's, it is bittersweet as you say too, because with these five songs, so many people have connected with, with them, like around, like all across America and overseas as well. But uh, we've noticed that there's like a lot of people just getting into us because of the pandemic, but now we can't, we can't go play for them. You know what I mean? I know. So it's, it's bittersweet that, you know, like we, we're very grateful that, you know, like doing our stuff on Twitch and YouTube, like Espresso Time and Twitch Talks, those things are doing really well and it's helping us grow an audience, but it's, it's, it's too bad that we just can't play for the audience. You know what I mean? For sure. I, I know. And, and that's, that's the thing. It's, it's when you actually get out in front of people, that's when you make the biggest impact of being a great band. And, you know, there's so much out there now. There's so many great bands on the internet from everywhere. But when you're in front of somebody, I always felt like that's the way our, our band made our impact in the early days. There's that connection that, that really you cannot, you cannot duplicate that. And that's the huge disadvantage right now for, you know, younger, newer bands like you guys. Yeah. Especially with like, there's just something super special about the stage. You know what I mean? There's a magic, there's a magic there. Absolutely. And it's just, it's like you can, when you get on there, you can almost slice the musical tension with a knife. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's right from the first chord to the last drum hit. You know what I mean? It's like pure magic. It's like, you know? So being a drummer, um, you Uh, know, in the same band too, and moving from, you know, seated behind the kit you know, it's it's a much different dynamic in a band, and I've I've had very limited drum playing. I have played live drums with bands. I think I did two or three shows in my life. I'm not good at drums, but I managed to to do it somehow. It, it's a weird thing, man. There's a much different dynamic. Talk to me about how that felt for you the first time, and if you knew, like you now you can move around. Like that's not a thing you can do when you're playing drums. So, yeah, you know, talk to me about how that felt the first uh, the first time and how you, you know, someone saying in the chat, your stage present is phenom, phenomenal with a weird thing. Yeah. Um, you know, talk to me about that. It's okay. So in my non-musician life, I'm very involved within the Métis community in uh, where I'm from. And if for people watching who don't know what Métis community is, it's a mixture of First Nations, Canadian, as well as European, which includes French Canadian, Irish, and Scottish. Now, being a Métis person and being a young person, um, it's basically on me and my generation to make sure that we tell people about the culture like I'm doing right now, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, make sure that there's an awareness. And when we have events, there's an MC who, who knows how to talk to the people, who knows how to address the crowd, and you know like be a front man for the show you know master of ceremonies type thing right so i was doing that um i have been doing that for about six seven years yeah almost yeah and like since i was about 2021 20, i'm like 26 now 
So before I was even drumming, I mean, before I was even singing, I had that experience, which helped me on stage. But the one thing that needed to come along with me to the front of the stage was not the stage presence. It was the, the vocal ability, which was right. probably the hardest part. Like I, I say, I say it all the time. It's that it's like, you know, you can be an amazing vocalist, but you got to have a cool voice too. <laughs> you know, I, you know, it's like, I, I feel like I'm the opposite. Like I got a super cool voice, but I'm still learning as the, as the time goes on because I'm so new. Right. 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 So, so it's, that was the biggest, like, I guess, um, growing pain that I had moving up to front man and being a vocalist was the actual vocalist part. Cause <laughs> you know, cause like, I feel like I, I'm good. To, I'm good with people. I feel like, you know, yeah. like I talk, talk to, talk to like, um, like I remember we played, we opened up for the offspring, with yeah. like 10,000 10, people. And I was, I felt like I did a good job addressing that many people, which is absolutely bonkers. You know, like now that I'm saying it out loud, but like, it's, I think the big, yeah, just, just straight up the biggest issue that I had was being a vocalist part. But one of the coolest things and the best parts about it was the running around and jumping. Holy smokes. <laughs> I, I had no idea you could, like, you know, just. There he goes. There he goes. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. get down. Yeah. Dance man. a bit. No, I mean, yeah, like Lars Ulrich from Metallica, he likes to stand up behind the kit, but he just kind of looks like a dumbass when he does that so yeah no it 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 isn't the same for sure no and and you talk about yeah your role in the metis community and and working with you know native counseling services and and all that stuff that you've been doing you know as a leader right as as a leader as a role model for for you know those people and and i think that that's there's a certain knowledge that you have acquired doing that role that probably makes sense as you know showing a bit of confidence, showing a bit of those front man abilities, you know? Totally. Um, I think that's uh, one thing that I'll just, I'll give a shout out to uh, the Mates Nation of Alberta, just because they, they consistently offer me opportunities to uh, make sure that I can continue being a part of my community as well as play music. You know what I mean? Because like when, if I'm touring, you know, like, because we, we toured lots in 2019. But when I came back and I was at home, they were like, hey, while you're home, you can, you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of, yeah, it's rare to find a like It a isn't, you're, you know, like 100%. And, and most, most people in that position, they're coming home and they're working at a shitty bar job and then they get fired and then they find another one when they get back or whatever. And that's, you know, for you to have both a... <laughs> Yeah, have kind of two lives, both doing I think important work. That's really great, man. And and congratulations on that. And yes, like, you know, you're lucky now that you have that, you know, to do. Well, unfortunately, we none of us can tour. Um so yeah, that's that's a beautiful thing and and um yeah, from from another Canadian, you know, the work you're doing is important and I I really appreciate that too and I'm sure many, many people of the, the people watching don't know anything about, you know, the Mady community and, and, and what it means. And we learn about it in school in Canada, so we know a little bit about it. But, you know, even Canadians don't fully get it, you know. Yeah, man. Well, that's the thing, too, is that, like, like any subject in school, you cannot pay attention. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, like I, I didn't pay attention to, like, 
half of that shit. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? So uh, I think it's just important that while we're still in everyday life, there's still a bit of awareness here and there. Yeah. Oh, so I, I'm just, I'm just checking the comments here. And it says uh, like, remember that time he had to play drums and sing? That was oh, a wild tour. Oh, did that happen? You did, you did both double duty. Well, our second day of our American tour, that was like six, it was eight weeks long, six weeks long. I can't remember. It was a crazy tour, but second day, our drummer, uh, like tore his rotator cuff and we're in, we're in Idaho, you know, like we, we can't really like, we, this is our first like big, um, really like American tour. Yeah. So we're not going to cancel it. No, no, no. Were you familiar so, with playing the songs? Like, did you, did you, um, have you ever played them before or so, you had to learn so, them right there? Well, so for the EP, Nothing Grows Here, I actually recorded the drums for Nothing Grows Here and Disconnected. Ah, okay. So I recorded those in the studio and I, uh, I jammed the other songs with the fellas before we had Tim as like a solid person. And I wrote them out on the, the MIDI and stuff like that when I was writing the songs as well. So it's, um, they were familiar to me and I feel like that I was just learning them air drum style. I was in like, you know, I had our guitar player, Connor, he was driving the van. I was sitting there with some (laughs) sticks, you know, like just trying to like, I was like air singing, air drumming for the show that day. Right. So man, I also just want to give a big shout out to Tim, our drummer, Tim Wilson. He, uh, obviously didn't mean to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But he was, he was back to playing shows within two and a half weeks. Yeah. Full full force. Like he was giving it all. And like, it was a cool two weeks having to do that. Um, It was kind of when I, when I really nailed it, it was a bit of a flex, but like it's other (laughs) other than that, it was uh, just wasn't the same. You know what I mean? No, no. And and I, I assume they put you still at the back of the stage or did they put you at the front? Front. I was in the front, baby. Sick. That's sick. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen drummer like bands with drummer lead singers. Like a few come to mind. The one when I was a, a kid growing up was the the Satanic Surfers. They're a, a punk band. I think they're from Sweden. Oh yeah. They yeah. had and that, it's like all fast, like fast shit, and he's singing, which was cool. And um, Atreyu Snuff too. The band Snuff. They had a a singer and a, yeah, Atreyu. But they also had a front man. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Are, you okay, know, yeah. Right. Like, so, but but I'm talking about like the drummer is the lead singer, you know, oh, like some oh, Phil like, Collins shit. <laughs> like Spider Bait. <laughs> but do you, no. that, do you remember that cover band, Spider Bait? Spider Bait. No, Spidey. I don't. Know, I don't know this yeah. band. No. They did the soundtrack for uh, Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did a cover, and I remember watching the music video, and then it was like just the drummer and the guitar player, and then that was it. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, we got we got a little bit of lead drummer syndrome here uh, with with this oh, guest. No, uh, yeah. no uh, another <laughs> another great band whose uh, drummer is a singer is of course Hail the Sun, uh, and my boy Donovan. Uh, great band, great new single out now. I just just listened to it again in my car. It's uh, on repeat right now. I l- absolutely love Hail the Sun, and um, they do a cool thing though where Donovan will play drums some songs and sing, and then they have a drummer that comes to and he plays and he's a ripper too. So yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. That's so cool. Oh yeah. Check them out. Oh yeah. Oh, they're, wow. they're unbelievable. But um, no man, th- this, you know, you, you bring up probably the most interesting thing is about how 
you know, having a cool voice is important. Having a good voice is important. Not everybody has both. Maybe not everyone always needs both. It's, you it's know, true. but I, when true. you look historically at some of the greatest bands ever, um, or big, let's not maybe sign at greatest bands because that's that's a matter of opinion. But let's say the biggest bands ever, and I think of bands like U two or The Cure. You know, um, just off the top of my head, those are two massive, massive bands, both with singers that I would say they have very unique voices. You hear those bands, you know right, right away who they are. Are they great singers? From a technical side, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know if they're that good. But it, well, it's, as a fellow Canadian, we, let's uh, like let's bring in the tragically hip. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. It, in my opinion, I don't think Gord is like the most proficient vocalist. But as soon as you hear a T hip song, that is tragically hip. You know immediately who's singing. What you know what I mean? Hundred percent. And I'm sorry, but my messages are going off. I just got a new computer yesterday, and I don't know don't, uh, what the yeah, hell's no, going on. In fact, it. I don't even know how to get like. Why are my messages connected to my computer? I never did that. Anyway, um, but but no, no, absolutely. And and I'll be honest, I can't stand the tragically hip. I've always, I've never liked them uh, uh, at all. And and I know, you know, it's sad what happened to Gordon and the band that means so much to so many people. And I don't want to. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I just you know don't what? like the band. I gotta be honest with you. I did not like tragically hip. I'm Till I saw him play and perform live. Right. Absolutely did not. Was not a fan. I was like, forget it. I, it it's like me. Okay. I don't like Rush. All right. That's fair too. I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan either. Yeah. Of, of I, Rush. I just, I can't do, I can't do his voice. Yeah. For, it's, it's just not, not for me, but you know, it's Rush. Closer to the heart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm but, not. But you no. know immediately that it's Rush. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, uh, slapping the bass. No, I, I, I uh, absolutely, yeah, I, I'm, and that's the thing. Like, I really want to like these bands. <laughs> they're, they're from my province, yeah. my city, <laughs> and they're like the bands that I. But I always was like, yeah, just not feeling these vocals. Can't get into it. But, but no, absolutely, man. Like, like it's, it's a good point. And now, I think though, to be fair, you know, you're just making your foray really into taking the front man role seriously, I guess. Right. So do you put a lot of practicing in, um, like how, how are you trying to get better or is it just trying to, you know, just, uh, trial and error? There is a special, special man on YouTube by the name of Jeff Rolka. Okay. Rolka. Do you, yeah. Do you know this man? No, I don't know this man. I don't okay. think I do. So I, I, in my opinion, when we were recording the songs for Nothing Grows Here, I could record them fine. Performing them, different ballgame. So I remember we tried to do like a live run through of the record and I was like, holy smokes, this is pretty difficult. I'll need to take some practice. So mm -hmm. I went on YouTube. I found this man named Jeff Rolka. He has like uh, like an 11 minute, 12 minute warm up. What I've what I did is I do his baritone warm up because I wasn't very comfortable in my tenor range, which is where most of the captain stuff is. Oh, okay. So, hmm. so I was well. It's like a low, low, low. I don't know. I, I sing, I sing all raspy and stuff, whatever. But yes, Jeff Rolka is the man. There you go. So yeah. So um, basically, I, I do his baritone, and then when I was comfortable with that, I do his tenor, and after that, I would attempt the set. And I would do that every single night for about six, 
months, seven months until I could just perform the set fine. And, um, wow. Yeah. Well, I, well, cause I basically had to like, I was a drummer, you know what I mean? I was yeah. not a vocalist. So I either had to get good or jump shit. So right. I, I had to do that. And, uh, since then touring is just the best for practice. Holy crap. You know wow. what I mean? You know, it's, it's touring was great. We do, uh, Jeff Rolka's, we call them Jeff Rolka's just the warm ups. <laughs> we, we do some Jeff Rolka's in the van on the way we do them before the show. You know, we'd, uh, you know, I, I do them every now and again. And, um, because, uh, my current job, what I do, I do lots of driving and, um, yeah. I'll just sing in the car. I'll just pop on a Jeff Roca, use up that LTE, baby. You know what I mean? And then, uh, <laughs> and then I'll just like, yeah, just go on YouTube, just do the warm ups as I drive. Yeah. Um, I have lots of like, I've, I've been singing lots of like out of genre stuff. So yeah. my favorite, my favorite artist is like Juice World, uh-huh. and um, so I'll sing lots of his songs. And then after that, I'll like sing some of my own. And then cool. after yeah. that, you know, it's just just constantly practice like i don't necessarily do like the the hard training anymore but it's just keeping up with it that's for sure i juice is a great example of of a very unique very cool voice you know maybe not technically the most gifted singer either yeah that's 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 a perfect example of that you don't have to be Mm -hmm. you know so there's so much so much to it is is you know your own what you're saying how you're saying it you know, more than just, oh, is, is he hitting the notes? Hey, we got auto-tune anyway, so it's fine. Um, that's that's super interesting. No, I, I, I really, you talk about baritone and tenor and different ranges of voices. It's really interesting. I don't even know. We I don't think that's ever been brought up on the podcast. 250 episodes, we never talk about, hey, oh, I'm a baritone, I'm a tenor. Like, I don't even know what I am. I don't even know oh, what it wow. means. I don't even you know should- what it means. You should you should you should uh, subscribe to Jeff Rolka because like man if you you know what I mean, you're a proficient vocalist you've been singing for a long time so like but just do one of his warm ups it's actually super interesting it's free content he he literally yeah. doesn't even charge money for it and it's it's crazy but I I can't believe that out of all these episodes there's like not hasn't been like a like a vocal range talk no. No, and I'd love to have one a little bit right now if, if you don't mind. Cause I, I, don't, I really don't mind at I, all. I don't know. Like, I, I kind of know sort of where I can get to, like where I kind of want to cut myself off on my high notes. And what's interesting is like I, I feel like a lot of people as they get older, and I'm turning 40 next month, their voice you know, will tend to get lower, right? I actually feel like I've stretched a little bit. And, and the, the kind of top note where I cut myself off actually uh, as maybe – maybe got up a couple semitones, but I, well, I'm, I'm comfortable kind of getting up to maybe like a, like a, at the top, like about a B or a C, I would say, um, okay. you know, at the top of my range, but I'm, I'm mostly comfortable around like an A or, or, or maybe a A, A or A, A flat is, is a great high note for me. Okay. See, cause I am not a music guy. See, like, I don't really know like the notes of where I can end and stuff like that. I kind of mm-hmm. just base it off these, these certain videos that I can do and know that I'm comfortable with. Like, um, I know for a fact I'm a baritone. Like, you can just hear it in my voice. I got a deep voice. Uh, yes, make the crowd sing the high <laughs> notes. Yes, you know it. That's, yeah. But uh, I think it, it's that's a, it's interesting that you mentioned that, you know, like, as you get older, you know, it's it gets almost like your, your ceiling gets a bit higher. I think that comes with... Um, 
because the voice and the vocal cords are muscles as well. Right. It's just as as you start singing more and more, as your bodies like start to, you know, develop more and more as we get older. I just I think it's perfectly normal, in my opinion. Maybe that the ceiling gets a bit higher, but maybe that's like a couple semitones too. Like you were talking about. That's yeah. That, that's a pretty interesting. Like I think. Okay, my top of my range. Let's. You can get the Telecaster. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm interested in this. I find yeah, this. I find see, this like, shit fascinating. Oh, he's got an acoustic too. There we go. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, was it? Because okay, our song "Chasing Ghosts" is high. That's that's high to sing. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty high. Yeah, it's that that the in in chasing is the absolute top. Like chasing, like that's that's the octave lower, right? Right. So. Yeah, I don't know how to play the vocal line on a guitar, but um, I think uh, especially with uh, all of the newer stuff coming out, uh, we've cooled it off a little bit in terms of vocal range. Uh, I've I've definitely learned how to utilize because um, as I get to the higher end of the tenor range, my voice it just it's just raspy, right? You know, it's 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 almost like. It doesn't want to be a clean, clean voice anymore. It's like, no, forget it, you know. But and that could be cool too, right? I mean, that you know, that could, that kind of character. Sometimes people sound great singing right at the top of their range, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, um, something I forgot to mention too is, I guess I, I in my youth, like when I was thirteen, fourteen, I never ever wa- intended to be a clean vocalist. I oh. practiced screaming. Oh, okay. I was, I'm a good screamer. I, I'm. I, I feel like I'm a better screamer than like singer, and like, it's like as soon as I get like too high or like above a certain thing, it's like voice is like scream mode. Right. You know what? I, so, um, I think that's a, maybe where a bit of my tone comes from. For sure. But it, it's yeah. right on the like if I'm singing in like we have a couple songs that switch from a baritone to tenor. Like I do like a vocal. Um, they call it the Sacona Passaggio. Like when you sing above the break. Okay. When you sing when you sing above the break in your voice, like you you know, um do you know when you're singing like uh uh let me use one of your songs as an example. Uh, you know like the verse in like Smile in Your Sleep? Yeah, I know it you very know, well. Like, yeah, oh I obviously you know I you know what I mean, but like so you know where the range is and then um Yeah. So it's that's like a I'd say like that's a really comfortable range for you, is it not? Yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's pretty. It's, a, bit on the, it's li- a little bit on the low side. Yeah, it's a, yes. it's a D. It's a uh, the that when I'm like, that's a D. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so right there, it's like, and then you go up to. You say yeah, that's a that's, that's a G. That's a higher yeah. G. That's that's yeah, that's still a little low for me, but that's yeah, I can go higher than that, but that's. That's kind of a good a good spot for me, okay. for sure. So, so the way it sounds like you're talking, it sounds like you're mm-hmm. talking not in that singing range. So, wh- when you're singing in like that range, there's like a little little thingy inside your voice, inside your vocal voice box or your vocal cords that does like a little, it's like a little switch. Yeah, it's like it's like here's your chest voice, chest voice, and then there's like a little break, and then it becomes your like 
Secondo Passaggio. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. Then, yeah. You hear people talk about like the the break in your range, right? I, is yeah. that is that kind of what you're talking about? It's it's uh, more well because because I can have a really deep voice when I sing, so it'd be like, uh, "Whoa, blue <laughs> Christmas without you." Right. You know what I mean? But <laughs> if you like, you can just sing like, uh, "Let's say, if you want better," you know what I mean? Like then it's. Those are two completely different voices. That for sure. One of, the, one of them is above the break. Yeah. And then one of them is below the break. Right. So I think my problem or my issue at the, as a vocalist at the start was being able to do both of them in the same performance. Yeah. No, it, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. the other thing too is, you know, you talk about how much practicing you had to do, you know, going from a drummer to a singer, especially on tour. Because that's that's a thing that I was super freaked out about when we first started, pl- like like playing shows or or even the thought of like okay, this isn't just like weekend warrior shit anymore. Because if if like if we had a show on Friday, it would be a real challenge on Saturday, and then on Sunday I'd be like toast. I wouldn't even be able to do it. So I was thinking, well, what am I going to do when we have to play shows like six, seven, eight, nine days in a row? And you know, for me, it was like I just threw myself into that head first. It seems like for you, you took some preparation, which is really great. But was that still a challenge? Because practicing in, in your van while you're driving or doing a YouTube video is a lot different than running around on stage, you know? I, I had no idea. I forgot that um, I, my very first show was in Kamloops, BC as a vocalist. Beautiful. and I, Love Kamloops. I, yeah. We had, we had a really great turnout. We had like 80 kids show up. And nice. like... Yeah, man, you know what I mean. It was yeah, good that's stuff. great for Kamloops. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really good. But, uh, it's a uh, fucking so like. I never really realized because okay, because when you're you know like you're at practice right, you're there, you're singing, you're not really doing much. You know, like you you have all uh, you have time to like breathe, get everything, make sure you're breathing right. Yeah, I got I got so excited. I was out of breath by the second song. I was like yeah. jumping and this, and I was like, <sighs> <laughs> and I was like, you can't sing if you don't have breath. And so uh, <laughs> exactly. that was a very, that was a very quick lesson. Yeah. Because um, at that point, we were singing lots of our old songs with our previous vocalist, who was a hard tenor. You know, he didn't he didn't have no no low voice to figure out. Right. You know, and so that was. That was a real challenge. That first, that very first show. Um, I'm really thankful we had all of our homies there. I was, you know, doing that whole like, da da da. You know, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'll was, I was sing a few. That would guys. <laughs> Pass the mic. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, it's true. The other thing too that that doesn't get thought about until you're there is how fucking hot some of those shows can be too. Oh. You know, and and like I'll I'll there'll be times when. When, you know, let's say we're opening for another band, like this would happen with, uh, well, it wasn't last summer, summer before now, when we were on tour with August Burns Red, we were playing right before them. And every single time I'd come off stage, just pouring sweat, of, of course. And they'd be like, how hot is it today? Like, like I need a number out of 10. I'd be oh, like, no. I'd be like, Jake, I'd be like, Jake, Jake, it's an eight and a half out of 10. You better pace yourself, you know? And you, oh. cause you straight up, you have to pace yourself if, yeah. if you, if you, uh, if it's a super hot show too. Yeah, well, it's uh, <laughs> that's that's actually pretty funny. Did you, was there was there a show that you had where you were like, "Damn, it's cold"? 
Mm. Well, yeah, for sure. I absolutely. There, that's always a, a weird thing, though. Like, Isn't if it? I'm too, I, I, sometimes like outside, for example, like we even did a drive-in show. Uh, when was that? October, maybe. So it was yeah. like a little bit cold, like um, you know. But but no, there's been there's definitely been shows where, you know, it's like a beautiful venue, like a House of Blues type of venue with a brand new like uh, air conditioning system. And uh, oh, nice nice little smoke below ring there, dude. You can yeah. You, you, okay, I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I used to enter vape competitions, and <laughs> I, I I like wrap my own coat. Like hold on, like I got my like. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. I got my big one. He's vaping. He's vaping. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, this go. is just my this is my business time one. You know what I mean? <laughs> that that's for that's for uh, that's for playtime. <laughs> well yeah sorry to interrupt you Keep no going. no it's fine no i i mean yeah just sometimes when you when you walk on stage and yeah you're like what it's cold and you come off and you're like not sweating it's like it doesn't feel right you know yeah you need- it's almost it's almost like the show wasn't earned exact yeah kind of exactly so 100 percent, man but um, okay. um because you're from ontario do you know about a venue called the doors pub the doors pub no where is it Okay, it's like it's like a local venue. And I think it's in Hamilton, but oh, yo, okay. yo, this is like the hottest venue in the world. We played there mm-hmm. in a heat wave, like an Ontario heat wave in the Bible Belt, or not the Bible Belt, the Banana Belt. You know, like right in that sit, like wherever Hamilton is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't. I can't I'm not good at Ontario geography. <laughs> but, it's all right. Um, but it, it got really, really, really hot there. It was like uh, it was like 33 outside. And then the inside, um, there was like 80-some kids there. Yeah. And there was no AC. The venue doesn't have a window. The venue doesn't have AC. Um, it's very well insulated, so like the, the heat doesn't go anywhere. Um, the whole band was playing in shorts and like shirtless. I remember I got a new hoodie that tour. <laughs> <laughs> and I really wanted to wear it, and I and I, I don't I don't like shorts. I'll, you wouldn't catch me dead in shorts unless we're swimming. There's no reason for me to wear shorts. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like a weird thing I have. But um, anyway, I played that I played that venue in a hoodie and pants, and um, holy smokes! Um, if somebody is watching and has me on text message and has that picture from me from the show where I'm like like looking all messed up. Send it to me right now. I'll just, I'll pull it up on the screen. It's basically, I looked like, um, uh, you, you watch the Goon, you know, you know that movie, The Goonies? Of course. Yeah. Yes. So, um, I'm blanking right now. What's that guy that, that looks funny? <laughs> Is it Sloth? Is it Sloth? Okay. Yeah. I look like Sloth. <laughs> I look like Sloth for sure. Oh man, that was great. No, it's funny. We we have um when we were do we do Warp Tour, you know, when that was a thing, some of those shows were like fucked up hot, you know, in the middle of the day. And we used to have a rule in the band that you could wear shorts on stage once per week. Take your oh, shirt wow. take your shorts credit. Because we didn't want to all wear shorts on stage. We thought like that might look a little funny, but like it does. It does look a little funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean there were times when we did it. And like to be honest, we don't really I don't think we really ever care what we look like that much. We're not 
definitely not a fashion band, but we decided to make this a rule. <laughs> and and I remember I, I only took my shorts credit maybe once or twice, but one time in Las Vegas in the middle of the summer, you know, it was like 40, something like 43 degrees Celsius. Um, and, you know, not to mention you're from, from the coldest place in Canada, uh, Edmonton. So maybe you yeah. just can't handle the heat <laughs> either, uh, right? Well, you know what? It's okay. My dad, he was, <laughs> my dad's super funny. He's like an old guy. He's like age 68 now. He's, um, whenever it was like summertime and we were out doing stuff, he was, it was like super hot, you know, we we're at the park or whatever. He was always, I was like, dad, I'm so hot. And he was like, pretend you're skiing up high in the mountains. It will make you feel colder. And he must've told me that shit like at least 10 times, 20 times in my lifetime. But now uh, I'm like, uh, I remember one time it was just stupid hot. We were in like Texas heat in the middle of summer. I was driving the van, our, our van, it's, it, it radiates heat from the engine. It oh yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah. It just, it just, it's just like that. So yeah. I remember I was just like, I'm skiing in the high on the mountains, baby. And I was just like, keep telling myself that. And it's like mind over matter. You know what I mean? Only hardcore bands can have every member wearing shorts at the same time. It's true. Yeah. Or ska. It's true. <laughs> or ska, yes. hundred yeah. percent. No, yeah. um, um, no. What is that thing they call it? They call it skanking where it's like. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to skank. No, no. Like skanking is like this. Hang on. Let me. I don't have a lot of room behind me, but. No, skanking is like, it's like, uh, like this. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I can, I can. I can skank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. No, we're, we're skanking. We're skanking. If if you were watching this on Twitch and not in the podcast, then you'd uh, you'd see this. <laughs> but yeah. our our um our van we had our first our first uh, ninety six our ninety six Dodge Ram van purple not extended with no air conditioning and the heat permanently stuck on. That was that was something. We had this block heater so. The van had two, just two bench seats, you know, your standard three-person bench seat. Uh, and, and in the back, the heat, like there were no vents at the top like the, the fancy vans have now. We yeah. just had a block heater, Oof. which was against the, the left side of the, the van window. So if you were sitting there and you didn't know the block heater was there and you touched it with your leg, especially if you were wearing shorts, it would uh, straight up burn you. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had a merch guy cook a grilled cheese sandwich on that thing one time. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. You know, it's like, oh man, I'm so hungry. Crack an egg. It's like <laughs> <laughs> calling all Scott Scoptons? No. We're calling all Scoptons. No, don't ever say that shit. No, 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 no. That was a one time deal. We got a Scott a Scoverstein <laughs> here too, coming in Maybe. hot. <laughs> yeah. Scoverstein. Oh no, okay, you, it can happen to you as well. Oh man, no! This is this is amazing, um, dude. <laughs> you're a trip, man. Thanks for thanks for doing this. Um, I understand you have some news, some calling out captains news. Uh, maybe you want to yes. shout out to Actually, the yeah, people. I do. I do. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna stand up for this one. I'm gonna stand up. Okay. Okay. Yes, please, please. All right. All right. Okay. Wait. 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 I. I just because it's in typical calling all captains fashion. Mm -hmm. If you if you're a fan of calling all captains, I need you to comment egg in the chat right now. I need a bunch of eggs in the chat. Egg it up. Egg it up. Are I need you a bunch of? I need you a bunch say of eggs and then, Are you egging them on? I am. I'm. I'm egging them on. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you guys right now here today 
the name of the Calling All Captains first full-length record is slowly getting better. Okay. The, the, whole, the whole record is kind of the stories of, uh, you know, Con like Connor and I have been through a lot together as friends, you know, like we're best friends. Me and that's, uh, yes, slowly getting better. Boom. And um, these songs on this record is, uh, it's kind of uh, a story of slowly getting better. You know, like we've all been through issues that we've had to deal with, you know, like substance abuse issues, traumatic experiences, death, loss. You know, it's uh, all of it affects us heavily. And you know what? We named this record this before COVID even happened. So it's as uh, this record comes out, it's going to be like everything is slowly getting better, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Well, when when are we expecting this to happen? Because obviously a lot of things have been put in limbo um, and, you know, it's tough because you got to get music out there, but, you know, you can't tour on it. So it's it's what's the plan there? Well, it's, it was kind of an interesting, it was interesting that happened because like we, uh, recorded the record here and, um, I don't really know how much I can say, to be honest. Yeah, that's fine. But I don't really know, like, maybe I'll be like Tom Holland leaking Endgame before it happens, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, it was, um, we had the... Uh, record the the record like mixed mastered everything but um we had interest from a canadian label that oh, yeah. we're that we're currently talking to and um there was an opportunity to have caleb shomo mix the record oh wow so you know like we got you know like is uh, of course if you, you know our, our manager cam and um cam virtual love, love cam yeah Dude, he's the best, dude. Can we just like... Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Cam Virtual. Shout out. Yeah. And um, so he kind of just made it made it all happen, basically. It just kind of worked out. It worked out in a way that, uh, you know, like Caleb likes the songs. You know, it's um, the, rec the, the label. The label loves his work and his mixing. And uh, so that's why it's kind of been a sec before we've had new music. Because February seventh is two years, wow, of nothing grows here's anniversary. Yep. So that's a long time to like ride off an EP. You know what I mean? That's a little for bit sure. too long. No, so, for but, sure. but I just want to like everybody here. I just want to assure everybody that the new music will definitely be worth it. And trust me, the reason why it's taking so long is that it's going to be the best possible product that we've ever put out. Hell it's, yeah! You know Hell what I mean? Yeah. It's. Oh, was it? I want to touch back on it. If uh, Ryan Kirby is in the chat still, I don't know. Maybe he came out. But um, was it? You should hit up uh, your guitar player, uh, Tuck. Yeah, because he's uh, he's he heard a new Call It All Captain song. Are you uh, are you going to go on Featured X? Are you on there? Can people uh, get you on their track? You know what? I actually I talked with him about that. He he offered me a spot on Featured X, but. Um, I'm gonna wait. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait until we actually have a, f a full length out, 
so that my features actually matter that much more. You know, I'm sure if uh, a newer band puts out a song, it's like featuring Luke from Colonial Captains, people are going to be like, huh, who? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, uh, so I just want to make sure that, you know, it's, um, it really means something. And uh, I, I want to I want to give a big shout out to our, our uh, to Dan Sanshaw at Equal Vision Records oh, for I love that guy. Man, he's he's just the best dude. I've he he is he he just is man. Um, I've known him a long time, and you know, even though we've never actually put out anything on Equal Vision, we're just t- such close friends. He's one of my favorite label people. Um, yeah. And and Francesca that runs UNFD who is our label, you know, she was at Equal Vision for a very long time. I don't know if you knew that. So, yeah, it's, it's, they're just great people, and it's really, it really is it awesome that you guys are a part of that. And, um, you know, I think, you know, you talk about it's been a while, right? You know, nothing grows here. Uh, all this stuff, is, it's been, you know, a couple years, but people are, still, years. people are still <laughs> finding out about you, about you guys, though, you know? And I think that it's it's... It's going to be, here we go. Record is going to be worth the wait, 100%. I can't wait to hear it. Do you know, can you say when we, maybe you'll get a single? Uh, well, it's, it's kind of, sh- it's kind of shit right now. Yeah, in fact, I'll just say it's total ass because we're in <laughs> lockdown. Yeah. Um, so we can't really get together as like everybody to, re- to record this because the spaces that we require for filming the video are not taking bookings because of the lockdown Right. So is is just releasing a single by itself is cool sure but it's got to have that you know that music video cuz like it's the the song we have coming out as the single it's like in my opinion it's such a it's such a weird back song yeah you know like it's yeah. it's, it's like, a banger oh. it's a banger then huh yeah i i feel i feel like it, i feel like it's uh a good one yeah so yeah you want all the eyeballs on it i mean i get it i get yeah. it you, you've been waiting two years you don't want to put out something half-assed and you've got a great team behind it and everything and and yeah man i i uh i can't wait man i can't either it's gonna be dope well dude this has been great um what else to tell the people um i know you know people are uh, like i wanted to I talk to you more about what you did you know you do as your day job you know working um I have here the information I have here is Native Counseling Services of Alberta as an administrative assistant. That's what I have your job as working with uh, Métis Culture and Heritage. Um, that's that's it, a job that I, I actually I left that job okay. when we when we did our big tour. But now I'm working with an, a different Indigenous agency called Métis Child and Family Services. So. Um, because of my experience within Native Counseling Services, uh, working with like uh, confidential documents at Service Canada, as well as being like involved within Poundmaker Lodge Treatment Center, which is a locally run Indigenous healing center here. Um, because of all that experience, I was able to uh, get a job as a youth support worker for Métis Child and Family Services. So what that entails is... Um, there are some like indigenous kids that are in foster care. Um, obviously, it's ass. They don't like it. You know, mm-hmm. there yeah. needs to be somebody that they can talk to, maybe even relate to a little bit. I don't look like your average social worker. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. I, I, I wear this when I go out. You know, like imagine imagine being told that you're get a youth worker 
you're prepared for some dude in a suit, right. you know, some, some guy wearing collared shirts or whatever. And you know what I mean? But, um, they see me and I like all of my youth that I've been talking to and, um, like, uh, working with, I, until I tell them my age, they think I'm like 17, 18. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that. I'm 20, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 20, I, I'm 26, right? Yeah. yeah oh, oh, nail check, nail check. My, they're falling off, but yeah. Love it. Anyway. Yeah. But, um, so imagine somebody like this, you know what I mean? Coming through these kids really open up to me and, um, that's kind of been the hardest thing for me right now, um, managing my two lives. Cause I want to take, I literally just, I built a studio. Look at the Kemper. Nice. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Beautiful. yes, sir. So we are trying to do lots of like studio work here. Um, Connor and I, we built this studio in, in the house here. I live with my mom. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's like, it ha- I'll, totally get out of here. I'll get out of here one day, but, uh, we just built like a studio here. And uh, we're planning to take like all of this stuff to the next level. But my job requires me like right in the middle of the day, like between like 12 and five. So it's not really like a nine to five job that right. I can kind of plan around. It's more like, man, I'm just getting in the mood for something in the morning. Then I got to go. You know what I mean? Or yeah. if I'm just, I'm just getting back in the evening and if like, I got to want, I like, you know what I mean? So I'm attached to my work, but at some point I'll need to leave the job for the music, which is, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of a catch 22 with about like personal passions and like something for the greater good. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I, I hundred percent understand that. And, and, you know, um, a lot of people, you know, that are trying to be professional music musicians have to go through that. But no, it's there's no there's no shame in living with your with your mom. I mean, if you didn't live with your mom, you couldn't afford the Kemper, right? Uh, it's not my Kemper. It's <laughs> oh, not my okay. Kemper. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Yeah, so. no, if I didn't live with my mom, I couldn't afford cool things like a synth. You know what I mean? Oh, that's like tight. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Uh, someone's asking me what my last job was. Uh, my last job that I can remember was around two thousand. Two, wow, 2003, 2003, I think, and I had I worked at a Sprite Coca-Cola Sprite bottling plant, and my job was to make sure that the bottles didn't fall over, and they fell over every single time, and I got screamed at, and I oh I made it gosh. I made it three days in that job, and I think that that was the last one. So yeah, I I never I had a bunch of shitty shitty jobs when the band was getting going, and luckily I've I've been fortunate to not have to have any sense oh so. man anyway do, you know what it's um i'm gonna ask you something do you did you ever like when silverstein was like very very first starting did you have those shows where it was like wow there's nobody here uh, oh not even when we were starting even even when we were signed we no. had shows <laughs> like that but yeah man i i mean we it was funny you know because we would we started out in, in a place like you know in, in uh the suburbs of toronto where we had a really, really good scene, you know, and I, I think that I just thought it was like that everywhere, you know, like any suburban area of any major city would have like shows where two, 300 people would be there every time, no matter yeah. who was playing. And then I quickly realized when we went on the road, um, our first tour was out east, you know, and we, we played a show in Fredericton, New Brunswick, and 
there was two people at the show. One was the promoter and one was the bartender. Um, and then the other band that was playing and we just got naked and played a show naked. And that was what we did. Um, so we had plenty of those kinds of shows. Another one out East we had, I think it was in St. John, New Brunswick. We got to the venue and it was pretty obvious right away that nobody knew we were going to be there. Like, and oh really? Like like the promoter wasn't there, and we told the bartender that was like well, opening oh. up, like, "Hey, I think we're playing here tonight." And the the bartender's oh. like, "I don't know about that." <laughs> Got the promoter on the phone. The promoter's like, "Oh yeah, that's tonight." No, no, no. And we we ended up we ended up oh. sitting in the we ended up sitting in the venue. We didn't load in because we we knew it was sketchy. Sitting in the venue, drinking a bunch of free beers, which was great, and then. We looked. Someone looked at their their watch and said, "Well, doors are open. Uh, nobody there yet." And about an hour after that, we were thinking about like how we were going to bail and if we could try to get paid, even though we weren't going to play. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and, and these two dudes wandered in. Uh, like, was like, we're here for the show, and we're like, ah, shit. So yeah. we grabbed an acoustic guitar that we had in the van. It wasn't even a full-size one. It was like a kid's one. Oh, like a three-quarter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and I played I played five songs, and, and uh, the other guy, singer of the other band, played four songs, and that was the show. <laughs> Holy shit, man. No way. That's so cool. Yeah, we tried, and then we tried to get a case of beer, and they... Uh, to go and <laughs> they told us to fuck off and that was That's fine so funny. <laughs> well, the reason why i asked is uh is i want everybody who's in a band right now who's considering starting or in a band and think it's hard it's just it is hard it's yeah. just like you just have to keep going that's the trick you gotta like outlive the other bands that's like <laughs> you just keep going <laughs> yeah it, it is and and i will say though it's such a different world now like bands younger bands ask me like oh like for advice and i honestly don't know anymore what to do because it was a much simpler time when we were starting out we just got in a van or our our cars and we played a show and that's all we did and we didn't worry about you know all the social media stuff and ads and videos and like there was nothing like that so it's changed a lot but I agree with you, man. You just have to keep going and you have to manage expectations and, yeah. and you know, but it, you know, it's great to see you guys understanding that. And you know, you guys are legit and, and I'm so happy that you took the time to do this and hopefully man. tons of people are, follow, are finding out about calling all captains now. Yeah. You know what? Uh, thank you for having me. Like have me back anytime. This is like one of my favorite things I've been a part of, but I want to, before I go, uh, like I want to say my, my biggest, uh, like the calling all captains mottos. Okay, yeah, you know I, mean? I like this. Yep. This this is like this is our keys. You know what I mean? So, the first one is thoughts become things. <sighs> That's it's you know like since we've started this band, it's always been you know like we're it's not if we're gonna get there, it's when. Yes. You know what I mean? I love um, this. Yes. That's that's one of the biggest things that. Um, like we just we all live that you know what i mean so, so that's number one that's number one okay yeah got it number one uh number two if it was easy everybody would be famous <laughs> sure you know so that's why it's like even when the going is good you still have to work just as hard yeah 
I like that you know, too. That's, Damn. Yeah. And yes. then the last, the last one, it's 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 a it's a classic and iconic quote, man. You know, everybody should know this well if they know the Big Lebowski. It's keep on keeping on, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about this? Yeah, that one works too. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Someone I, I, bring me a white Russian. <laughs> <laughs> no, sh- shout out to uh, Big Lebowski. No, man, you know, I think that that's cool though that you guys have, you guys are so proactive, you guys are so hardworking and, you know, I- I'm just really happy to be somebody now that's a champion of you guys and, and hopefully I can help you, you know, spread the word a little bit here and there. Uh, especially at a time right now when it's hard and you can't you can't do your own spreading by getting in a van and and you know doing doing yeah, the man. thing you guys are have worked so hard at. Yeah, man. Maybe we can have maybe we can have one of these again when the record's out, and we'll see what happens. Absolutely, after that. dude. You are you are welcome here anytime. You're you are amazingly entertaining. I don't even know if you know how entertaining <laughs> you are. You're a lot of fun, Luke. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, I'll let you go. I'm going to stay on Twitch for a little while and hang out with everybody. But um, no worries, anything else to tell the people? Uh, yeah. The new record is going to be called Slowly Getting Better. Yes. Um, it's about dark shit. We're heavy and fast. There ain't no pop songs on it. There Let's you go. go. Okay. Let's go, baby. I love it. I love it. Luke, all the best, man. Yeah, man. Take Peace care. and love. We'll see you. And there he is. Luke, we're calling all captains. How great is that guy? Oh my god, that guy's a legend. Guy's an absolute legend. My goodness, Can you believe that guy? That was so fun. I did not know what to expect. Um, I had never met Luke before. Uh, I, I I hung out on the Calling All Captains Twitch channel. Oh, just last week, and I had a great little hang with Nick on their their bass player. Didn't know how rad Luke was. Next week, I'll be back with a really great episode. We've got a legend on the program. I usually don't spill the beans, but what the hell? Mr. George Corpse Grinder Fisher of Cannibal Corpse will be joining me, and he's the best. So don't miss that one. That will be up next week. And on Tuesday, switching gears a little bit, John from Switchfoot, live on Twitch. That's Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv slash Shane Told. Get over there. Give me a follow. The next three weeks are booked. John from Switchfoot, John from the main, and Andy Sizik. They're going to be great, great streams over on Twitch. Shout out to you for listening. Shout out to all of our sponsors and all the members of the All Access Club. I love you all so much. Don't sleep on calling all captains either, okay? I'm going to play a tune right now. This one is called Chasing Ghosts on Lead Singer Syndrome. Peace and love. See you next time. If you want back to go get yourself a little Don't just settle for nothing and little Yeah.
I want to take this opportunity to thank my sinners so much, members of the All Access Club that support this show. We have so many awesome new members and the old school members, the OG members as we call them, still killing it for me every month, helping us keep this thing on the air free for everyone else. Thank you so much. I want to shout out these people because you guys really are the lifeblood that keeps this thing going. Shout out to Zachary Johnson, Brandon Smith, Tanya, David Rivera, Alexis Carr, Tyler Hill Shaner, Alyssa Lemoyne, Amanda Lemoyne, Scott Levine, Donna Brown, Juanita Osorio, Shelby Roberts, Marie Helen, Jesper Franson, Justin Pickering, Matthew Lauterbach, Cody France, Sean Grusso, Matt Miller, Vin Nguyen. This name just says T, but I think it might be you, Fernando. Ethan Thompson, Adam Hickok, Anthony Poplowski, my boy George, Francisco Perez, Wayne Jennings, Martin Jacobson, Caroline Kerouac, Christina Bravo, Alyssa Lowe, Josh Lowe, Nicholas Loveland, Ford Wesson, Julie Popelka, Robert Scott Lewis, Melissa Gilroy, Tanya Kopchevsky, Rebecca Ferrero, Austin Amos. May I help you? <laughs> I love that name. It's Michelle Ashley to you. Connor Larson, Brandon Ray, Connor Lynch, Philip Fradkin, Victoria Varr, Drew McDonald, my boy Dre, straight out of Australia, Markham Ray King, Cole Fenn, Roy Stino, Brandon Drescher, Rainer Ho, Nathan Riley, Gabby Marshall, Rigel St. Pierre, and last but certainly not least, Brendan Potter. I love you guys all so much. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. To everyone else, we'll see you next week. Peace and love.